Hello, my name's Ethan Mathis. I'm from Cohort 47, and uh, I built Headspace and Randomizer. Headspace and Randomizer. Okay, cool, cool. All right, we're going to talk about both of those, what they are, why you built them, how you created these apps. But first, we always love to hear the story of life before NSS. What were you doing? How did you decide to make a change? I've always had a had an interest in tech, I think, uh, ever since I was young. Just uh, whether it, it, I think it all started with video game mods, to be honest with you. Oh, um, really? Like what system? Really, like, like the shark? Uh, I was trying to. Something? What was that I was called? trying to uh, write. Well, so we had game sharks when I was a kid, um, but I didn't really understand what they were doing at that time. Uh, it wasn't until like I got a PC and got into like Fallout and Skyrim and some of those Bethesda games that have. Yeah, so you get interested in it then, and it always stays with you. Is that right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I've been a, I've been a nerd since I was you know since I was a kid. I was also a musician growing up since I was about twelve years old. And coming out of high school, I thought that that was kind of what I wanted to do. Uh, I thought I wanted to do music, and uh, so I actually went to MT for guitar performance for for about two semesters. And very quickly realized that I didn't want to take a thing that was really like therapeutic for me, I guess, music, and uh, make it work. You know what I mean? I didn't want to dread. That makes a lot the of sense. I kind of, at that point, loved more than anything. You know. So it's almost like um, it would ruin it for you if you did it that way. Yeah, in a lot of ways, I thought I, I just I started to not enjoy it as much, and I was like, I just don't want to kill this thing that that I that I really really do enjoy doing. Um, I love it probably more than anything. Uh, at least did at the time. Sure. And uh, after that, I think I was I was so I I left college and. Uh, I think I was confused for a while. Like I didn't really, I was just kind of just working to to live. You know what I mean? Didn't really like have. So I've I've, I've done. I'm 31 years old. I've done I've done a bunch of stuff. I, I worked uh, worked in a liquor wholesale liquor and wine distribution warehouse for about four years. I'm driving heavy machinery, loading trucks, pulling orders. Or kind of worked my way up through that company, and, and eventually got to the point where I wasn't really doing manual labor anymore, <laughs> and uh, was was verifying product. Uh, Checking stuff off, making sure that what 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 the warehouse sent out was was correct, and just the, I just it was not a thing I was ever really passionate about. Though you know what I mean? It just kind of kind of never really got into it. Um, after that, I wound up uh, actually in the service industry for for about six years. So I barbacked and bartended on on Broadway at a place called the Valentine. For, yeah. Uh, for about four years, and that's exhausting. That was just a, it was a lot. It was a lot to handle. Uh, anytime, like, I don't know, downtown, Broadway specifically is just, it's, it's a madhouse. You know what I mean? There's just, just it's it's wild. It's, the pace is hard to cope with, especially the older you get. Um, and I kind of kind of left there because, again, uh, it was just, it's just exhausting. Like, it's just a thing that I just couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. Um, uh, it's a young man's game. You know what I mean? And once I hit about 26, 27, I was like, I, I just can't. I can't do it anymore. Um, so when was it? When was it when you decided, like, hey, these are some really tough jobs that I might want to make a change? How did you find NSS? How did you decide to make the jump? Uh, I think leaving leaving the Valentine was about the time where I was like, okay, I need to actually figure out what I want to do with my life, right? And uh, I have a really close family member, my aunt, uh, who is a who's a front end developer, uh, more of a UX UI kind of person. But um, she had been. Uh, not only noted a bunch of people that went to NSS, but she went to NSS uh, for a short time herself and uh, got hired and loved her career. And she knew that um, I had kind of uh, so at that point uh, once I once I got out of the once I got out of the 
bar, I was uh, kind of self-teaching a little bit. So like I was soaking up everything from every online resource that I could, whether it was Free Code Camp or Code Academy or, or, or you, you name it, like all these uh, teach yourself to code kind of websites. And um, so I was learning like entry-level JavaScript stuff just like of my own volition. Like no one, no one was tasking me with doing this. It's just the thing that I was like curious and I've always been kind of like a curious individual I guess um and she was like if you're doing this on your own you can make money doing it. it's like you should go you should check out NSS like, go, go go there talk to some people see if you can see if you can did you feel surprised yeah, like, make, make something out of this like I had never really considered the possibility of like getting paid to make digital content in any way like I was never really a thing that crossed my mind um for whatever reason I don't know because I was just doing it for fun I think I guess long story short I met I met a I met a girl uh, and I fell in love and she was, she, she kind of asked me, uh, too, I was working at a restaurant at the time that my, my stepbrother had opened, um, kind of helping him out and he was helping me out with the job at the time. And, uh, I was, again, I was not really feeling it. I was trying to get out of the service industry. And she was like, if, if you, this isn't what you want to do, like, what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know. I think, I think web development is kind of it. I think like making programs is, it's just super fun. She was like, well then do it. And, uh, she really kind of pushed me to, uh, to, uh, I applied for NSS and they were full up. And then, uh, that was, that was probably, it was probably a year and a half ago. And, uh, I, I applied again and, and again, didn't really get, a, get didn't really get much of a response. Uh, NSS was just, just, just packed at the time. Uh, the, the co- all the cohorts were full and what I wanted was kind of specific. I wanted a full time, uh, like C sharp or Python, uh, with react on the front end. Uh, cohort. That's what I wanted to do. I didn't really want to do data an- data analysis or like I was pretty I was pretty dead set on what I wanted. And uh, she just kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. And eventually, uh, finally got an interview and wound up in NSS and never looked back. Boom. Loved it ever since. That's really cool. I appreciate you sharing a little extra of uh, the journey there. It's uh, it's it's a great reminder that everyone has such a different path and a different journey, but when they find this, they, they have that refresh sound in their voice. You know what I mean? So congratulations on making it to this point. And let's talk about your projects. Can we talk first? Let's go with the front end capstone. What is it and how did you build it? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so my front end uh, application is called Headspace, and it is a songwriting app for musicians. It's a songwriting tool for musicians. So the idea here was... Um, Obviously, like, I'm a guitar player, um, so I've spent a lot of time, uh, whether it was filling in for bands or playing playing my own content or whatever it was, looking at chord charts. And uh, I thought it would be really cool to have an app that I could I could use either as, like, a song journal or I could write out guitar tab in it. I could use it to keep track of my own songs or I could write new, new material on it. And um, I also wanted the ability to, uh, to give people, especially in a, like, with... with COVID having at the time like shut most of the world down, wanted to give users the ability to collaborate with each other on things without actually needing to be in the same room with each other. Um, so there's a there's like a friends list on it, and you can add people. And if you if they have a you can view if they're added, you can view their you can view their their content, their song list. And if you see a song that you like that you want to work on them, uh, work with them on, you can request to collaborate with it. They uh, approve or deny that request, and if they approve it. Um, you can go in and edit their song uh, is how that works. And you can also, uh, it supports uh, sound file uploads with uh, Firebase uh, storage, so Google Firebase storage. So you can actually record yourself. It supports uh, MP4, I think OGG, and uh, .wav files. So 
you can, uh, which is what GarageBand uh, outputs uh, music in. It's doc, I think it's a WAV file. Uh, so if you you can record stuff on GarageBand with like with a guitar or with a bass or, or whatever and upload this, and you can be like, hey, this is what I've been working on. So uh, it's yeah, just kind of an app that's uh, relatively loose in like how like there's no there's not a way that it's intended to be used in. It's just it's just a, it's just to help people write music. That was the point of it. I love it. And how did you build this? Anything else you want to add on just the technology behind it? Based on the skills and the new the new tools that you've learned, yeah, I just it was, uh, this was the first like React app that I had built um, and decided to integrate, uh, like I said, Google Firebase uh, storage, and that was a real challenge at the time because I, I uh, didn't didn't really realize how how complex that was going to be. Uh, Firebase storage is not it's not exactly easy to use if you've never done anything like that before. Um, Definitely. Well, hey, how about uh, you? Oh, and Bootstrap. I was learning Bootstrap five at the time too. So that was uh, that was. I know it's a little fun. bit a while ago. I mean, <laughs> sometimes you know, reflecting back on the front end caption, it sounds like that was a, a lifetime ago for some, for most. Mm-hmm. I think everybody I talked to. Yeah, it wasn't actually that long ago, but it feels like it was. Let's get more recent with the the back end capstone that you finished right before graduation. Tell me a little bit about that. What is it, and how did you build it? Uh, yeah, so I built uh, on the back end an app called Randomizer, and uh, and. I'm a nerd, so I built a uh, a random non-player character generator as almost like a tool for for Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. Uh, this is like a tool for dungeon masters, kind of. So it creates, let's say, the character the the players go to like a town where uh, the dungeon master didn't plan for that, right? He didn't he didn't anticipate the party wanting to go there. Well, now he needs people to populate that town. In this, uh, there are also apps that can generate towns for you and such. Uh, that's a lot more complex than what I was trying to do. It wasn't really inside the scope of this project, but mine creates just characters. And um, I built this. Um, so I guess I should probably start at the beginning. Yeah, I like, built the database like from scratch. I uh, scoured through Dungeons & Dragons has a, a, a litany of books that you can uh, pull content from. So I, I, I scoured through probably probably seven or eight books. My dungeon master was gracious enough to lend me a lot of these books. And I was, uh, nice. the first like two days was me writing, writing sequel scripts and just copy, like not, not even copy pasting. I like, I had like actual books with me and was, uh, was typing a lot of stuff out. And so I formulated a database that consisted of like different appearance features and different uh, mannerisms and, and talents and, and, character traits and there's even like a little plot hooks thing in there i pulled uh, races genders alignments and gave the user the ability to specify if they wanted a certain alignment race or gender and then the rest of it was randomized and if you like that character you can save it to the database and uh like when you when you log in with a uh, uh, so authentication is done with a uh, google firebase again um google google firebase authentication on the on the back end, which uh, the back end was written in C sharp. Uh, I wrote I wrote a, a web API. For, like I said, I wrote out the database, wrote out the wrote up the API, and then uh, built 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 out the front end in React. And uh, boom, and there you go. I was actually really proud of it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, definitely. So, final question for you: If you had to choose front end or back end, or or maybe no preference, maybe it's full stack. Do you think you have an idea of what you want to be doing next? So I had an interviewer ask me this on Friday, and I wasn't really like. Uh, I was really surprised at like the answer that I gave. I didn't. I, I never thought that I would enjoy building APIs, but I think that is that is probably the thing that I enjoy the most is is, is building out web APIs on the back end. Um, well, there C-sharp you go. Is, the more you learn it, the more fun it gets. 
Love it. Awesome. Well, how about we end there? I know we'll have to definitely do a follow-up at some point or, or keep in touch. Yeah, absolutely. I am, I'm so excited about you and the journey you're on and, and the whole cohort. I've just loved getting the chance to hear, hear everyone's story today. So congrats again on graduation. We can't wait to see what happens next. Thank you so much.